You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the It's Always Draft Season podcast, part of the Packernet Podcast Network. Jake Bink and Mason Thompson with you guys on this Friday. Mason, how are we doing? Aside uh, from the yeah. obvious thing that you were talking about earlier, that, that people can't see it. But. Yeah, I've got a splint around my finger right now. The first day of spring ball did not go so great for me. Um, we're just, you know... Had two balls in my hand and another one came my way and it was windy and I kind of miscalculated where it was going to go and I ended up jamming uh, jamming it quite a bit. The words I want to use, I don't think I should use. Um, yeah, so I got that all checked out today. Uh, glad it wasn't broken. That's kind of what we thought it was just with all the swelling and everything. But uh, ready to talk about some uh, interesting teams here as we are as we are recording this three weeks away from day one of the NFL draft. Yeah, day one will be firmly underway. We'll probably be, I don't know, three, maybe four picks in by this point. I don't know. It, 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 the pace the pace variance was was different. Like, it was fast last year. Year before, it was not fast at all. Uh, you know, like, we got to figure that out. But also, yeah, Mason's working spring ball. He's getting injured during spring ball, and he's still here grinding uh, to entertain you guys. So be appreciative, okay? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we're going to talk about I wanted to write I was I was thinking about this topic because I wanted to write this up actually at some point and still might just just from a written perspective but I thought this was a fun topic because I think it gives you more of a wide scope um, than maybe just like positional previews that we've been talking about those will get done uh, as we get closer of course we'll be done with those but I want to talk about the most interesting teams in the 2020 NFL draft and it's not necessarily always the teams that dictate the most in the NFL draft, right? It doesn't have to be the team with the most capital, although it could be. I'm sure there will be teams that we talk about that have a lot of it, but it's also just teams that, you know, there's, there's, there's something they need, or, you know, I'm excited to see where this philosophy goes. Like there's, there's a lot of different things that make an interesting team in the draft. And that's why I thought, what a nice little topic for a Friday, uh, a few weeks prior to the big event. So yeah, we're recording this three weeks from it. This will be good. We each have five teams. Uh, I have some extras 
just in case we have a little turnover. It's fine if we have the same team, but I figure, you know, if we can talk about more, we can talk about more. We'll see how many we get to. Mason, do you want to start us off with your, I, I don't know if it's your number one or your number five, whatever. Yeah. You can do it um, anyway. Yeah, I'll go with probably like one of the ones that I think a lot of people are just kind of keying in on just as like a top five team. Uh, they don't have, you know, two first round picks, but they're kind of a pivotal point in the draft just to see what they do. Uh, if that's a trade up from a quarterback, I don't know. But Arizona, to me, that's kind of like when the draft <clears throat> kind of starts, so to speak, for me a little bit, just because I think we kind of both agree that there should be two quarterbacks off the board at one on one and two. Uh, Arizona has, I think, seven, if I'm reading that, four, five, six, eight selections in the draft with two third-rounders and then two sixth-rounders, no seventh-rounder. Um, so they've kind of got already a little bit of uh, room to work with. Uh, they've got five picks in the top 105, uh, which, you know, seems needed, especially with the way their roster is currently set up. Uh, obviously, that could change depending on uh, if DeAndre Hopkins is traded. I know there was some stuff recently that he, they might just cut him outright since they've kind of been un- unable to find a trade partner. Um, but if you look at the roster, this this is a bad roster. Like, I'm not going to just sugarcoat it. Like, your starting corners right now are Antonio Hamilton and Marco Wilson. Uh, you know, I, I'm kind of on – I don't think Marco Wilson's that bad. Um, I think if there's one position they don't need, it's, you know, linebacker, which they should not need because, you know, they spent so much capital into it. Um, but, like, their front – they're, like – Front defensive line, their pass rushers could use some work, and I was a big fan of both Majai Sanders and Cameron Thomas last year. So, like, it really starts with them. I don't know if, you know, it could just be Indy trading up to three just to get make sure they get their guy. They just dropped a four and they take Will Anderson. Not sure if they trade down with a team like Las Vegas. You know, Tennessee's kind of been rumored a lot recently of what they want to do. But Arizona kind of starts it off with me, and they could go in a variety of different ways. Um, obviously they're not going to take a uh, third string tight end in the second round, hopefully, and, you know, trade for their first round pick for receiver. Um, they've, they've got knees across the offensive line. I think still uh, DJ Humphreys is fine. Josh Jones could use some work. Obviously they re-signed Will Hernandez and Calvin Beecham. So that's fine. But like they need some work both in the trenches and secondary. Uh, you don't know how long Tyler Murray's going to be out for. So that could also play a part. Maybe they take like a developmental guy because, you know, they've got Colt McCoy, which Colt McCoy, you're going to be starting quite a few games from what it sounds like. But Arizona's just, they're such an interesting team because you don't know what they're going to do, even if they like stay. Could they just take an offensive lineman? Could they take Tyree Wilson? Could they take Willie Anderson? Could they be the team that takes Jalen Carter? Like they're, they're definitely an interesting team for me. They were on one of my alternates just because I didn't know if we were going to go that deep. I appreciate you including them because I do think they are very interesting. I, I don't think I was like going in my head. You're like, so they take a developmental quarterback. I'm like, mm, they're pick 35. You know, they could move back in the first round for, yeah. for a fifth year of Hen and Hooker, I guess, if they wanted to. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they should do that. But yeah, this is what's very difficult about the Cardinals right now is Kyler Murray cap figures uh, after this season, which is relatively cheap at 16 million. 2024, 51, 2025, 45, 2026, 55, 2027, 43. All of those in millions. That's a lot. And you as a club, right now, no center currently. 
uh, as a starter. Your tackles are pretty suspect outside of Humphreys, who I think really played himself well into a, into a long-term contract. There's a lot of just a guys along the interior offensive line. Like you mentioned that, like a lot of just a guys on the defensive line. Thank goodness for Buda Baker holding things down in that secondary. Yeah. My goodness. Uh, yeah. This is a team that like other, other podcasts have talked about this, but it's like, you probably shouldn't, if, if you really want Will Anderson, I, I don't care. If you do, honestly, like yeah. if I'm the GM, I'm like, I don't care. Like I get the blue chippers, really cool, awesome, very fun. We need swings. We need a lot of swings. Give us, you know, 11 swings between pick 20 and pick 150. Like yeah. that would be great. Like it would be nice to have that because you could inject some talent into this roster that's starved for it, especially if they trade Hopkins. Like you're going to have to pay Marquise Brown, right? Like you're not like you, you trade a first for him. Unless yeah. you drastically change everything and he's out the door and Kyler's out the door in 2024, like we we got to figure some stuff out here because Hopkins is carrying giant numbers as well. So like the, the, the ability for them to move back to like, say, I don't know, like 11 would be really nice for them. Yeah. Even seven would be nicer for them because you're still probably going to land a Christian Gonzalez, a Devin Witherspoon, right? One of the two probably going to be there at seven. Less so at, at 11, but at 11, you can kind of be like, all right, well, you know, if we add Skaronsky to our offensive line, he can play anywhere and he's going to help us immediately. Like, in, just instant help. Uh, I mentioned center. Probably going to have the, the pick of the litter potentially, potentially. At, 30, at 34. Probably got to look there. But like having, like you said, they have eight picks. They need to have more than that uh, by the time they're on the clock. Uh, in three weeks, like they need to have more. Yeah. Personally. So they ha- they have so much to do, and they're not a destination right now because they're. I I guarantee I don't know if they've they've come out with this or not, but like first pick odds next year they got to be high in the list. Yeah. If not the top of the list, so you got to build this up. Uh, this roster needs a lot of work, no doubt about it. So yes, that makes them very interesting in terms of what they can do. Uh, I'm going to go the obvious route here um, just because I, I'm really interested in how they're going to do this, how they're going to attack this draft. They have a lot of capital, uh, perhaps uh, the most, if you're calculating it, I think. The the Detroit Lions. You have five picks in the top 81. And yeah. I think what's very interesting is is they have not been and okay I, I I can kind of understand it like they're nodded on the quarterbacks it seems I have no idea if they actually are we don't know but it, it all indications would say they're not yeah so you know if you're at six and I know playing this game is a very strange game to play but like do you want to sell as well at six would you be interested yeah. in selling there? Like especially if like Tennessee's like yeah we gotta we gotta jump Vegas or yeah. something gets way out of pocket. I, I saw a mock draft that did this where Minnesota moves up from twenty three to six. Jesus. Would you entertain that offer? Yes, because you have eighteen, then you have twenty three. You're gonna get a one next year. You have your yeah. two ones next year to go get, get Williams or May twenty twenty five probably too. It's possible, yeah. And so like, if you're not on the quarterbacks, which is fine, I'm still a proponent of like ah. Time to time to chip push if there's a guy. Yep. 
Like if they get a chance to get Bryce Young on their team, like yeah. they should kind of pounce at that. Like if 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 Carolina Houston go completely out of pocket. Yeah. Man, I don't know how you don't consider it at all. And they're like, oh, Arizona, yeah. what do you need? Like, what do you need from us to go get it? But if not, I'd still I'd be selling at six. I but they have there's gonna be a lot of players available. Like I would you take Tyree Wilson at six? Would you feel comfortable doing that? Or would you rather have one of the corners? I'd rather have one of the corners. Same. Okay. I think if 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 somehow by some miracle luck Will Anderson's available at six, no doubt. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Sick. Jalen Carter, if you believe in it, if if you have you know all the background info and meeting stuff that you've done and you feel comfortable about it, okay, fine, do that. Like you can move out of the pick and still get somebody like potentially Deontay Banks at yeah. 18. And you're moving back, or you know, you could get absolutely out of this, this. These guys like Brad Holmes would not shock me you doing anything. You get out of pocket here. You signed David Montgomery. Yeah. But B. John Robinson at 28 or at 18, anyone. Heck yeah. Like that'd be sick. In the second round, do you dare take someone like, you know, Marvin Mims? What if Jalen Hyatt falls all the way to you at like 48 or 55? Like, I get it. Like, he's not at the level of some of these other receivers, but like, I mean, he's fast and he catches the ball. Like, I'm not going to give him a ton of credit, but like, he. (laughs) <laughs> or dynamic threats in your offense. Yeah, yeah. Like I know that their fans are like very adamant against drafting a tight end. Buddy. You need in this one. class in this class. One of those first five should be a tight end. Oh yeah. I don't care who it is. Uh, if you really like Schoonmaker at 81, I'm not technically yeah. really that opposed to doing that, to be honest. Um, I don't know where you have Schoonmaker, you know, ranked Mason. If you, if you looked at him uh, a, a decent bit, but like, I'm good with it. But like Kraft, Laporta, Musgrave, Washington, like any of them. You know, if you feel comfortable taking Mayer at 18, cool. Yeah. Like you're going to have a lot of edge rushers. You know, you want that big, strong edge rusher type. Like Miles Murphy's starting to fall, apparently. At 18? Yeah, sure. I'll I'll get on board. 18 for Van Ness? I'll get on board. Like they they have options that that transcend position. And it's it's going to be very fun to see how brad holmes maneuvers it a one draft after taking hutchinson and then moving up 20 picks and saying yeah jameson williams we'll take him like they are fascinating to me especially if they don't it doesn't even matter what they do if the the quarterback route or not they're fascinating oh yeah i completely 100 percent agree i i was literally gonna say like a receiver and then you went right to it so like i feel like that's kind of a need because you know it's Amon Ra and it's Jameson, and then you've got Josh Reynolds and Marvin Jones, which, you know, sure. But you'd like some other guys outside of that. Um, my number two is kind of interesting because they don't have a first-round pick. Um, I'm going to go Denver just because they have two seconds, and they're two-thirds, my bad, and they're back-to-back with 67 and 68. So they have four in the first – they have three selections in the first 108. So you've got some room to work with, but you only have five picks. Um, I think they really need like a second corner in my opinion because I'm not sure if they really believe in Damari Mathis at all Um, they like it seems like they kind of Sean Payne knew what he had on his roster I'm not sure what they want really wanting to do with these receivers that they're quote-unquote gonna trade or whatever with Judy and Sutton Hamler 
Um, not sure what they're really wanting to do with that. Um, I think receiver could be potentially in play depending on what happens there. I saw an offer. Somebody had like New England second and four this year, and then they're second next year. Which at that point I'd take, obviously. Yeah. For Judy. Yeah. Um <clears throat> I think they could still use a linebacker because I don't think Josie Jewell and Alex Singleton are all that great. I know they're kind of like, you know, average linebackers and a lot of teams are starting to kind of go that route with just get the average linebackers, get a smart guy, or if you really want to get that athletic guy in the first round and kind of try to, you know, develop him a little bit. Um, but like Denver doesn't really have that many needs across the roster unless they do move one of those receivers. They set up their offensive line really well. Uh, I like Dulcich, obviously. Uh, I think maybe they take a running back just because you don't know when Javante is going to be healthy. Uh, I know Samaje's in there now. Like their front's really good. Zach Allen, DJ Jones, maybe another pass rusher because it's Bar- it's Baron Brownie, but you also did uh, draft Nick Benito last year, so you've got some you know backup options there. I, I it's just so weird because like Denver's should be good and they weren't last year, so it's like you don't know what like team they really could be. But with like Peyton there and everything, like it should work out pretty decently in my opinion. But like they're just with such low draft capital and like it seems like they're almost like a player away. It could be one of those times when I think it was like Tennessee or something one year only had like four picks. That's so it could. Right. It could be like something like that where they just trade up and they just, you know, use their two and their three or whatever just to move up into the early second. Well, sorry, one of their threes and their four to move up into like the mid to mid second just to get their guy. Um, so I think Denver's really interesting this year. Yeah. I, I as you were talking, I wanted to tra- traverse the roster because they were not on my list. And it's like, yeah, I mean, they. Gosh, there are a lot of players where you're like, could they potentially reach yeah. them at 67, 68? And you're like, ah, like I would love for them to get one of the, like, I think one of my favorite defensive tackles in the class, depending on who like who's available. But like, you know, they say, say they want to move up for like a Keanu Benton. I'm, I'm down. I want to move up for him. But I, I do agree. I think if, if you're like Denver at all and you're like, we feel a little uncertain at running back. I you better get one, grab one, just grab yeah. one in this class. Like just, just do it. Like no reason not to. Do you have like a, a guy that you're looking at for Denver where you're like, ah, that makes, you know, if it's at 67, 68, or if it's at like 108, like, do you have a guy where you're like, ah, that would make sense. Originally, like before, like I thought like Tyreek Stevenson, but you know, he seems like he's, you know, reaching that first round hype now. So um, if I had to guess who's, um, why am I blanking on his name? Uh, the Michigan cornerback. Oh, Turner. DJ Turner. I think DJ Turner could be one of their guys. I know he might not be into that range as well, yeah. but this cornerback class is kind of insane. Um, maybe if the hype just gets – like if he gets completely thrown out of where he originally was, like Kayla Ringo, I don't know how far he's going to drop. If he drops like into like the late 40s, I think Denver's got to take a look at that. Um, if if I'm them, because you've got the two seconds, move one, and then like your third, and I think it gets it done. Honestly, maybe throw in like a next year pick in like the later rounds or something to get that done. But like they need corner bad opposite of certain. Um, I don't know what they want at a running back right now. Um, I know Javante is really good. Maybe they want a speed threat. 
maybe you just take a Devon A chain super early. So I think they're really interesting just because they could go like running back, receiver, edge, D line, linebacker, DB, and it, it seems like they're a few players away. But obviously, you never know in the end. Yeah, depend. I guess depending on how comfortable you are with a guy like Zach Evans, like good complimentary player. You mentioned a chain. I think a chain would be that would make it hilariously fun in that backfield. Maybe this is where the Ty J Spears start talk starts yeah. potentially as well for them. Yeah, I agree with like Ringo. I have we have, I have no clue. Like I've I've no clue. Like could Bulky be the dude to take him? Yeah. Hundred percent, bulky could take him for Jacksonville. I think that would be silly, but you know what? Yeah, what are you gonna do? Uh, Pittsburgh at thirty-two. There's a lot of talk about that. If they go, you know, offensive line, yeah. or they go other position on defense early. Yeah, if they like take Brazil or something at, at at seventeen, and they go Ringo, like there's talk about that. I don't know how I could live with myself if he's falling to the area of like Detroit. Yeah, forty-eight and fifty-five. Who we just talked about, like, and you haven't taken one, like. Yeah, I, I have no clue what what the the range for him. I don't know where it starts at all. Like, I I don't. He is the, one of the toughest guys to figure out. Yeah, a range on in the entire class. Um. Yeah, but Denver, like, yeah, I mean, edge is low, edge is deep enough where if you like, you the right guy is there. Like, yeah, wouldn't yeah. hate that. You mentioned like corners like i if, yeah if like somebody like if you like like kaya blue kelly if you like darius rush a little bit earlier than you know than some like i wouldn't hate that in the third round either like if brents falls there it's kind of a no-brainer i think like if forbes falls because of his like he's 170 pounds i think he got it up from 166 at the pro day like absolutely sure uh yeah i i'm glad i'm glad for denver's sake they have that extra third that is that's going to help them, hopefully. Um, okay. I'm going to, this is, this team, I just, I fascinated at the direction. I'm fascinated to figure out, like, what is this team? Is this team going to unlock more of itself? Atlanta Falcons. Yep. Um, so, wide range of opinions about what the Falcons should be doing at quarterback. Uh, I think we know what they are doing at quarterback. They're running it with Ritter. Now, now if 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 Richardson's on the board, oh come on now, Jake. Eight, at eight, come on now, Jake. At eight, <laughs> I mean, come on. Like that's the offense for him. Not named probably Seattle or, or I, yeah. Steichen. Steichen can tailor the offense. That's I trust him to do that too. But like. Not named Seattle, like Atlanta's offense. Yeah. But, you know, we got what we have. We have 844.75. Like, this is pretty much, I think, like, they're, like, traditionally set up, aren't they? Oh, no. Yeah. I guess they flipped. They're a little bit later in the fifth round. But, yeah, I mean, Atlanta at eight, like, this should be, you, you'd think in your mind, like, ah, this should be, you know, defense for sure like this should be pass rusher for sure but like you know if, if you got a chance to put gonzalez or witherspoon with terrell you're gonna do that yeah i think um nolan smith would be a little weird to me 
personally at that pick, even though he's really good, but like now your edge position group is small and not truly edge setting. Like you have Ebicade, who's great rushing the passer. Malone could come in and rotate who's smaller. And then you have Smith who's smaller. Like this is cool. It's very, you know, very stylish, but you need like the big dude. Like I, I almost guarantee Tyree Wilson's on the board. They're running the podium. It's just a question of like Van Ness and Murphy. Like, where do you value them? Where do you think, like, where does Atlanta specifically think they can play? Like, I'm almost certain Murphy, like, would fit the other type at the edge position that they would want. It's just, do they like the player? Yeah. That's the question. And then if not, like, then there was this thing, you know, Paris Johnson was was at an interview this week, and he's like, yeah, if the Falcons drafted me to play guard for a while, I'd do it. That's like, oh, man, that unlocks some possibilities, right? Yeah. So and, and, and Paris Johnson both being on the on the board at eight, like, you know, what do you do there? And some people are like, ah, they should take Smith and Jigba. Okay, well, yeah. I, mean, I don't actually hate the idea of that. No. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't. Yo. London, London, Pitts, and Smith and Jigba sounds downright nasty. Yeah. Um, there's not overwhelming speed in that room, but like, okay, I don't care. Um, so like, oh man, and then there's the Bijan question of it all, as well. Yeah. Like, can Arthur Smith contain himself? <laughs> like, I want to run the ball. Oh, this dude forced how many tackles in college? Tyler, Tyler Algier dynasty owners are like foaming at the mouth at you they're right freaking, now. They're freaking out and they yeah. have been for months. They're like, oh my gosh, Bichon's this good and like, oh crap. So yeah. we know what Arthur Smith is. We know what he is. Uh, but like beyond that, like I think, you know, when you look at 44 and 75, they are the team that I think most needs the Siaki Ika or the Mozzie Smith yeah. or the Jacqueline yeah. Roy of the class. Like they need that. Like they've got two pass rushers now in the interior. Cool. Sick. I don't know who's playing one tech for them. I, I think you got to potentially land one of those guys or you're obviously looking later on day three. There are a few names, but I also think like if, if yeah, if Mozzie Smith's on the board at 44, like, come on, like this is exactly what the defense needs or, you know, you could, they could get really fun. If Ade Adebaore is there at 44. Yeah. Let the, let the juice flow from every alignment on that defensive line. But, like, I think if you want to stay reasonable, something like Witherspoon and, you know, an Ojolari or an Andrew Azama or a Mozzie Smith, like, something like that would be a really nice pairing, I think, to start their draft. Help the defense. Maybe, or rush the passer, you know, if you want to get, like, an Ojolari. Even more, you want to stay you stay smaller, and then it gets interesting. Like, okay, Tyler Scott, Marvin Mims, checking in. I, they, they have. I, I, their needs are more defined, but I'm just very curious what Arthur Smith's mind and where Font knows like how much he's taking from Arthur Smith and like how it, it, is there really like the pressure of it all of taking a JSN or a Bijan that high. That that's the most intrigue of it, I think, of all of it. Yeah. Yeah, they're definitely interesting to me. Like I <clears throat> I think I'm probably in the uh let's just say probably minority. And I think they should probably just stick it out with Ritter this year just to see what happens. 
Um, I just don't think it's necessarily the greatest idea currently to take a quarterback, especially if it's, you know, specifically one of them. I won't name that one. Um, if he's there, even, uh, unless the team before them takes him. I just think Atlanta's interesting. They could go, like, edge. They could go corner. Maybe they go offensive line. Like, I don't know. They're they're interesting. They need help specifically at left guard. I'm not sure if that's, like, a Paris Johnson spot like we were talking about earlier. You play on that guard for a few years, and then you let Jake Matthews walk or let him retire. You move him over. It's not that difficult. Uh, I think they're they're definitely interesting. They're thankfully in, you know, the division that they're in. So they don't necessarily yes. – um, have to work the most hardest to a um, to win the division necessarily. Obviously, Carolina's building up a tremendous staff, and it seems like they've got the quarterback that they want in their own grasps almost. Uh, I really like what Atlanta's building. <laughs> I just I just wish that they would involve Kyle Pitts more as a Kyle Pitts dynasty owner, but that, that's just let's let's move on. <laughs> the breakouts um, for Pitts in London are coming. Yeah, hopefully. They're, with coming. No, they're coming. Okay. So my third team, and I think we both agreed earlier in the process that this is a trade down team. Um now they're rumored to potentially trade up all the way to a three, apparently. Um <laughs> So that's the Tennessee Titans, obviously a new GM, Harry Carthon, uh, Mike Rabel's Mike still there, obviously. Um, <clears throat> I think Ben Solak used kind of a some interesting words to describe Mike Rabel currently. Uh, we'll talk about that maybe at the break, you and I. Um, but I think Tennessee, like, obviously it just depends on what they want to do because they only have, like, what, six, seven picks? They have six. Yeah, they don't six. have a fourth. And they that's it. They just don't have a fourth. They have one, two, three, five, six, seven. They don't even have their own six. It's Atlantis. So we were just talking about. Yeah. Um, I still think Tennessee could use some work along the offensive line, obviously. They probably think Dillard's probably their starter at left tackle with the money they paid him. Still think they could use the right tackle. I'm not a big fan of NPF. Uh, Aaron Brewer and Daniel Brunskill are fine. Maybe you want a right guard. I don't know what they still think about Dylan Radon's. Um, obviously, like, cornerback, what are they doing? Because everything's got to make signals right now. I don't know what's going on there really at all. Um, it's From what I heard, it sounds like the two GMs in Tennessee and Arizona have worked together at some point. So maybe that's where the, where the train goes. Um, potentially, I could see them, you know, taking a linebacker. Uh, I know they signed Aziz Al-Shair and they <laughs> – they uh, drafted Monty Rice. I wasn't the biggest fan of him. They drafted him kind of early. Uh, they always want to, you know, keep building that cornerback room, which Sean Murphy Bunting was brought in, so maybe they kind of stop there. Uh, I like their safeties. Uh, I still think maybe they could use another edge. I don't know what they – what was the contract they gave Arden Key? That might tell me oh, something. It's, it's like three for 21. Okay. <clears throat> so that's still potentially on the table. And then, like, obviously, like, cornerback is, like, the big thing. So, are you trading up? Are you staying? And if you're staying, is it offensive line? Is it pass rusher? Is it receiver? Because, again, I, I love Traylon Burks and I love Kyle Phillips. But outside of that, like, please don't take JSN. I agree. <laughs> Just please don't. Um, <laughs> I think Jake and I is both. Um, like JSN's my, like, 1A, 1B-ish right now. Um, 
Don't want to miss my other. I think I've said that for a while now. Um, Tennessee is just weird because that we were like talking. We're like, we don't know what they're doing because we talked ahead of time. We were like, yeah, we don't know what they're doing. Like how much, how many offensive linemen are they going to sign? They cite two. They were able to bring in Aziz Alshair and Arden Key and Sean Murphy Bunting, which we didn't really expect, I don't think, just because of all the moves they did. Um, you know, don't draft a tight end. I'll tell you that. Oh, God. Use please. Please, please, please. There are so many teams around the league that draft a tight end and they just refuse to use them. Please just use them because I think he works really well in this offense. I know that Rabel probably wasn't the biggest fan of this last draft because, you know, Malik Willis, Hassan Askins, Oconquo, all these guys that, you know, prepare you for the future. But guess what? You're in the future now almost. I'm not sure if you've got your quarterback in the future. That kind of just kicks off what we're trying to talk about here. But, like, Tennessee could go in, like, 16 different directions, and I feel like they're kind of a team to look out for just because of that. And, like, it feels like they're still trying to compete when I'm not necessarily sure if they can in the AFC. Yeah, I mean, I think they've definitely gone a little fire sale heavy, which is, like, the right thing to do. Um, Yeah, you were the one seed in 2021. Very cool. Awesome, like. House of Cards fell apart. Uh, but like, I don't know. I, I the Dillard signing. I don't know if it should move me as much as uh, it should move me more than it does. I should say. Yeah, I don't feel like it should. I don't feel like it should move people that much. To be honest, it's like you said. The, the rest of their tackles are Jamarco Jones, Brunskill. Like depending on what you view Raiden's as, I mean, he's he's he has played guard, so I think that kind of nails it down like NPF has played tackle but like I, I Aaron Brewer's their center gross like you, you clearly need that like that's that's a problem but like also you know you got to get a Simmons deal done like if you look at their defensive line like players signed beyond 2024 that uh I am concerned about Rashad Weaver yeah okay cool like that's that's it yeah that is it so um got to figure all that out and like you said i I, i'll be livid if this is the jsn landing spot i'll be livid i'll be livid your your receiver room super talented but you run the ball okay get me out of here get me out of here with the seam i i can't stand them i i and and like you said they're gonna move up for a quarterback probably because like Tannehill's on his last year right he's got two void years after this where you're gonna be paying four and a half million for his for his exit yeah. And I, I guarantee you that Vrabel isn't like Blake Willis. They brought in Dobbs to start over him when they when they yeah. need to win a game. That should tell you all you need to know. Plus, he was a third round pick, and we know about third round picks. It's like it's like lottery scratch offs is what people a lot of people like to say at quarterback. There, like it's it's probably not going to happen, folks. If it doesn't happen for Ritter, it's not going to happen for anybody. I don't think later in the draft, like it's pick it or nothing really at this point for that quarterback class. I, I truly don't know. Like Derek Henderson's last year, do you dare do Bijan? I I think you would, the fan base would lose its mind. <laughs> so like Tennessee could is like this inflammatory. I am the instigator. Yeah, of this draft, they're going to instigate a lot of crap for the fan base or, or for the roster. Like they're they're going to be instigators, and I can't wait to see what happens. Um. So, yeah, I mean they're oh boy, I don't know. They're they're a frustrating team to talk about, but like I don't. They, they this team has to take Carter right if he falls there. Yes, 
Like, yeah. they'd be dumb not to, honestly. Yeah. Hey, but he, that's outside the top a lot, the top 10, Jake. This is true. Outside They're the moving. No, no, no the, yeah, sorry, sorry. They're moving up three to take him. <laughs> They're moving up three to take Carter. Um, definitely a move they can make with the with the the window they're in right so <laughs> i just i'm i'm imagining the move up for willis or not for willis for will levis very close to the same thing like i don't know i i, I think anything that they do that isn't taking like skaronsky or or paris johnson is going to anger me <laughs> as like somebody who would likes teams to succeed so it's 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 not gonna. I, I can't imagine it goes well. All right, we're gonna take a break here, and then we will get to the rest of our teams. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're gonna get some high value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right. A company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. All right, back here, guys, with the rest of our lists. Uh, So, Mason, you did your third my third is staying in the same conference. I have not yet picked a team in the AFC, but I will say that uh, this is the one that that I think is the most compelling to me. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals, because they are they are right there. They have been so close to the mountaintop twice in a row after a season where it was like, oh, okay, well. Let me tell you that we, you know, we Burrow gets hurt. It's a bad injury, you know, and it's like, all right, well, did, is this all going to blow up in our face really quickly? And it turns out, no. They got a lot of things right. Uh, offensive line helped them a ton last year, and yet they weren't complacent with it either, which I think is 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 very uh, encouraging. They were like, ah, Jonah Williams, bad season. All right, Orlando Brown, come on down. Like, just hold the edge for us, absorb contact, let Burrow operate within the pocket, right? You can give up the edge as long as you're pushing him for, far enough around the arc to let Burrow step up and, and and replace into into where you're rushing from. Like, that's that's great. Like, got that guy. If they want to move Lyle Collins inside, cool. Cordell Volson was a really nice pick in the 2022 NFL draft. 
Speaking of that draft, of course, they they land Dax Hill and Cam Taylor Britt. Taylor Britt had some really nice games. Yeah. And I know, Mason, how we both feel about Dax Woo! Hill. So very exciting. They did lose both Bell and Bates, which I think pretty much everybody saw coming. Maybe they thought uh, maybe they could get Bell back was maybe the yeah. the hope, but they did not. So now they're sitting uh again in an Pretty much a traditional look, right? Do they have they have seven again, or they, yeah, yeah, straight seven, straight seven at I believe all of their spots, basically. So, yeah, uh, what do you do? I don't think you have to pigeonhole yourself, and that's why I think the Bengals are are a fun team, right? We talked about them as you know the team that could have done exactly what they needed to last draft which was get a lot of secondary guys now it's like this draft tackle is obviously still a favorite of theirs right we talk about anton harrison talk about darnell Wright. feels like darnell Wright's not gonna be there no uh so yeah it, it feels very unlikely at this point so it's like probably anton harrison or bust there maybe dewan jones if you want dewan jones if you want two orlando browns okay yeah I that makes sense. So maybe we'll say not Darnell, right? We'll say Jones and Harrison, whichever you you prefer. Yeah, makes sense to me. Uh, but then you know, you only have Irv Smith. So yeah. uh, this is where the fun tight end conversation starts to 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 perk up again at at that pick at um what is it this twenty eight twenty eight yeah twenty eight so. I mean, man. Yeah, like, that's, that's yeah. Who, who do you want? Do you want like like I could see a scenario where any every one of them is available, and maybe maybe not all, but like I could see again Darnell Washington being available there. Kincaid could fall to there. Mayor could fall to there very easily. It feels like, but Mayor might actually fall to there. Yeah. At this point, like everybody has the Packers taking him. I just don't. I don't. I don't, I don't see think it. I. I don't think I buy that. Everybody has the Chargers taking him. I think I'd buy Bijan or Flowers before tight end. To be honest, yeah. Even corner or safety or edge for them if they get one they like. Like the Chargers is is the buying. Dallas is the one team that maybe could. Yeah. Do that just because I. have Jerry loves his uh, position oh, uh, yeah. or his skill positions. Uh, we should be look Bijan. Uh, Quentin Johnston and tight end like those those are all on the table for Dallas we know this but Cincinnati's where it's like okay that's real like this is like the area that like okay on offense we need this so you know like it, a, a Michael Mayer gives you I think a good mixed player I don't know if Mason you caught the pod on on the tight ends or not uh, but I feel like Mayer's in that mixed category where he does both well and like he's gonna give you you know be a true force multiplier in your offense, but then there's Darnell Washington who gives you, you know, if he can come come into his own, like just handling the the size and athleticism he has and like just getting that under control in his young body, like he could be a problem as a receiver as well. And that's a dangerous football team with Darnell Washington recognizing, you know, how to play with better control, how to play with more, you know, more speed and quicks that he clearly has. On an offense with Chase Higgins and Boyd, like it's insane. It's nuts. I mean, I know Boyd and Higgins are both free agents after this year, so that's something you have to consider if you're them. 
ultimately, Did I don't think take a receiver in the first round. I don't think for them personally, from what I have already, I, I, I've done. It's it's this point in the process. I've looked at the receiver right. class next year. There's absolutely no reason you need to take one right now. Oh, yeah. Cincinnati, just wait till next year. Both of them leave and free of free agency. You're fine. You can you can supplant Chase with a with a Xavier Worthy or an Amika Buka. Higgins with a. Yeah, it could. I mean, Marvin Harrison's probably out of their, you know, yeah. out of their range, but they're going to be guys. Let me tell you, uh, next year. So they, they don't have to really worry in that department per se. But then there's the Bijan question of it all as well, right? If he's available at 28, I would not hesitate if I were the Cincinnati yeah. Bengals. Like you're clearly running the ball better. You figured out how to gun run a little bit, right? You can run out of 11. But that's the other part with, of course, with Darnell Washington is like you can be an 11 a ton and run the ball really effectively when he's in the game. Oh, yeah. Uh, which makes it again. So you could be you could go Bijan. Like this is weird that we're discussing two skill positions and the two least valuable of those skill positions at 28 for a yeah. Bengals team that like is right there. But it's true. They're right there. Like if they went Charbonnet in the second round. Sick. Sounds good. If they went like they're like, ah, we need like a chain. Oh, okay sure oh. why not like all right let's 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 roll baby like did, nothing would shock me at running back or tight end yeah uh but also you know edge yeah if there's somebody you really like sure like if you like uh if you like brazier you like mozzie smith because reader's gonna be gone after 2023 if you feel like mozzie smith's gonna be the guy to plug in right next to to Hill for the future, good, golden. Like that, that makes sense to me as well. Uh, the wild card, I think, as well as uh, Awuzie's got one more year. Yeah, I, he's gone. Yeah, I would definitely not say corners, definitely out of the possibility. Like a Ringo or a Cam Smith, if yeah. they're falling to that point in the draft, or do you dare DJ Turner with the 426 that early? Oh. Spicy. So. No Bengals got options. I, I imagine that the four corners are going to be off that we think will be off, yeah. right? Gonzalez with a spoon, Banks, Porter, it sounds like anyway. I don't think Banks falls past 22. I don't think Porter gets even close to that either. Um, Then there's Brian Branch. Yep. If you believe he's a good enough safety, and I think he's a good enough processor to be a safety, you have your slot corner, right, in yeah. Hilton. So, like, if you want Branch to be a, a true safety, okay. If you don't like him, there will be options on day two, and they're going to have, I think, you know, plenty of options to go their way. I just think the Bengals are are really intriguing because it's like it's like yeah. four positions where you could look for them, and it's like they, they have just options at every like every tier kind of cuts off right where you want them to cut off for you. Yeah. Like a Laporta and a Kraft could be there for them at the end of round two if they want to do tight yeah. end later. They could be the Scoodmaker team, like as well. We talked about him already, but like. They just they got options like Jalen Duncan as a tackle on day two for them. Yeah, sounds very fun to me. Like, I just think they're just find the the guy that gets you over yeah. it. whatever that is to you. I think you're gonna find it based on what you need. Yeah, and like to go back to our last mock, like Jake had since he taking, you know, Bijan. That isn't the first time I've heard this as of recently either because. Our good old pal Benjamin Solak also did that on the Stock Exchange podcast this last week. Uh, completely agree with Cincinnati. I just feel like – I still feel like it's secondary or it's going to be like that tight end, but I feel like they also could probably trade down just because, you know, it gets the extra draft cap only to get a guy 
early on day two that they were looking at and still thought they could get on day two. Um, so for my fourth team, I'm going to stick with the trend of teams that do not have a first-round pick, which is weird. Love it. Um, just because this team has 11 selections. And, um, you know, only three of them are on the first two days. But when you've got one, two, three, four, five, six picks from between 167 and 191, you can work a little bit with that up and down the board. Maybe you want to pick everything with those. You got one second, two thirds. That's the L.A. Rams. Obviously, this team is in uh, some rough shape since their Super Bowl win. Um, their defense looks like a complete shell of its former self. Uh, good luck to Ernest Jones and Aaron Donald. Um, that defense, it's kind of, I'm going to be honest, like I don't know some of these players. Just going to be honest. I liked Robert Rochelle coming out, though. I will say that. Um, the other Jonah Williams, I think, is okay. I'm not really sure. I know that the offense is still okay. Maybe they're just going to take, you know, Brian Allen's okay. Maybe you just throw Joe Titman in there. Just keep that Wisconsin offensive line going. Uh, I mean, Alaric Jackson's kind of met at left guard. Um, depending on what you want to do with Allen Robinson, I know there's some trade offers apparently available. Uh, their receiver room's kind of outside of Cooper Cup's kind of upsetting. Not the greatest. Use Van Jefferson, please. Um, their tight end room, I like. You got, obviously, you felt like you got something in Hunter Long. Uh, you still got Bryson Hopkins and Tyler Higby. Um, if they take a running back in with any of those first three selections on day two, I'm going to be kind of upset just because of how Cam Akers' season ended. And just, to like, look at the defense. Look at the defense. Um, like, they're, I just don't know half these people. Like, I'm just going to be honest. I know. Like, their secondary is rough. I don't – Jordan Fuller, I know. I know Quinton Lake just because – and Richard LeCount. Like, they're just names to me, and they were all, like – day three selections are like undrafted like i'm looking at our lads and half these players have like six and seven with the years they were drafted in um like i'm obviously robert rochelle and Jacoby durant don't as fourth rounders but you've got a second it's an early second maybe you package some of your late round picks up and go into the first maybe you get a guy that's slipping i don't know but though you have three fifth rounders and you have three sixth rounders and they're all within less than 30 picks of each other. There's six picks there. They're within less than 30 picks of each other. So there's almost a 100 pick gap in between their third and their fourth pick. So they're going to do some maneuvering. I'm not sure if they're going to take like a quarterback to develop because right now it's only Matthew Stafford on the roster at quarterback. Um, Obviously, I would like them to get some help at inside linebacker outside of Ernest Jones. They still are three, four, come correct. Get some pass rush up, get some secondary load up on this defense. Because there's that range where they're, you know, 36 to 77. There's going to be some defenders that fall there that should not fall there. So Los Angeles needs to take advantage of that, either by trading up, using those late round picks to move up. Maybe you still think you're this playoff caliber team still in the, you know, potential Super Bowl window. Uh, just with, you know, Cooper Cup, Matt Stafford, Aaron Donald there. Just try it. I don't really know what the plan is there, to be honest, just because of, like, how the roster's set up. I don't know if McVay thinks they can win now. Obviously, he thinks he, they can because he stayed there. But, like, Los Angeles is, is definitely an interesting team right now just because you don't have a first, but you have all these picks. 
Are you going to trade up into the first round? Or are you going to, you know, maneuver that day two and get a bunch of day two guys? Or are you going to do what you've always done and, like, find talent on day three like they've always been good at? Like, they've kind of gotten themselves into this situation. They knew it was probably going to happen. And, yeah, they got a Super Bowl ring out of it. But what's going to happen now? So that's kind of why I think that the Rams are a team that could be definitely interesting on late day one and specifically on day two. Yeah, I, I think the Rams are going to have a nice uh, opportunity. It's pick 36, right? That's their first yep. one, I think. Yeah. They're going to have a great opportunity, I think, to – there's going to be like there, – there's always this. It's it's always this, and we talk, we, we've mentioned this many times. There's always players that you're like, how they fall here today too? If Brian Brzee's there at 36, oh, I yeah. mean, like, we're we're doing that. Like, this, no doubt about it. Like, that that is going to instantly help your defense. If if somehow Brian Branch is, is, is falling to day two, like, you got to find a way to get him on your team. You know, if you need to move up with Pittsburgh or Houston, you know, right away early on day on day two to get to secure a Brian Branch in your defense, you do that. Because he's either going to be a safety or he's going to be a really good slot corner. And, like, you, you need to have, you know, anything in the secondary is very helpful. If a Will McDonald or a B.J. Ojolari suits your fancy, you're taking him. I think Will McDonald to, to the, the Rams is almost the best case scenario for them. Long arms, pass rusher, like is is going to mirror a lot of what you liked about Leonard Floyd. You liked about Dante Fowler. Like this is this is that's a guy. Like Ojolari, same thing. Doesn't have quite the length, but he's got the pass rush moves. He's going to create pressure. You need to do something about that. Uh, if they want to do the center thing, that's fine by me. Uh, tackle, if they really want to do that, I'm good with that as well. I know they like, kind of like some of their names in in house. Like you said, this is a rebuilding team. I think McVay understands that. I don't think like McVay will inspire confidence because he's that type of coach. And, yeah. Like that's that's great. But I I think him and Stafford and Cup and Donald like realize okay, we know what situation we're in. All right, we're gonna get these young guys ready. We're gonna draft as many guys as we can get as many impact players as we can in the next two drafts to get a run at this uh, one more time, I think, with with the core they have. So I think they understand the rebuild, but I agree. I think this is a very interesting team to, like, talk about with a lot of positions. Like, I'd, I'd love them to do something like, you know, take, I don't know, the falling uh, one of the falling corners if you want to take, like, Brent's, but if you want to take, like, a DJ Turner as well, you want to be the first team to do that, cool. You want to get... You want to go like Ojolari and like Darius Rush or Ojolari or Will McDonald and and Garrett Williams. Very cool. Like you want to get a tackle at some point. Sick. Like they're they're gonna have players on the board that I think are gonna help on defense. Like pass rusher, edge, depth, position depth in this class is great. Like corner depth is great. Like safeties are gonna be. It's not a good class, but they're gonna probably be a little bit undervalued to the point where like you're gonna get some value somewhere. So figure out where the value is. I agree. hundred percent Mason build the defense. Do not draft a running back early. Don't, Don't do <laughs> bad decisions across the board. Don't do that. Um, yeah, they, they're, they, they know where they're at. They got to, they got to yeah. climb there. They got to climb their way out. They're not, I don't think they're making the playoffs this year. If they do, they're one and done for sure. Um, it's just because the NFC stinks. So yeah. uh, that's, that's just how it is. But yeah, I, I, I like including that team because they finally got a high pick now in what feels like forever. <laughs> like, all right, cool. Like, use on an impact player, please. Um, yeah. Okay. So my my uh, my fourth team is in the same division as the Bengals. 
Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. So, Pittsburgh, we got on you pretty bad. Uh, yeah. When we did the draft grades last year, why we did, did we? Do, why did we do that? I wonder. Because yeah. you guys decided that offensive line didn't matter to you. Um, clearly, you've made some moves. I love getting uh, Sayamalo in the building. That's great. Like Daniels, him, right? You you feel like the interior feels good. If you're rolling with Dan Moore, okay. That should not deter you from taking Darnell Wright at 17, personally. No. Like you should be on that. And then if not, Dewan Jones at 32 or what, 48? Is it 48? Yeah, I think it's 48. Or 49. Detroit's 48, that's why. Uh, Yeah. So, like, I want them to take a tackle. I have a feeling they're not going to. And that's what makes it interesting. (laughs) Um, Yeah. uh, Like, uh, it's a a class of of solid slot receivers. Uh, I know we like Calvin Austin here. Like, he was injured. And, like, you know, they might want one. Uh, Jonathan Mingo, raise your hand. Parker Washington, stand up. Probably going to draft one of those guys. Um, yeah. I think they're going to be in at linebacker, right? You know, I think they're in a really nice position to either a start the run at thirty-two or get one of them at forty-nine. Yeah, one of the top three, probably. Uh, and then there's corner, which they definitely need. Uh, but again, you're in a great spot. You've got three in the top fifty. One of them is probably going to be that. So then it's like, all right, are they going to? How are they going to mirror building up the defense the way they want to? but also making sure that this quarterback that you picked 20th overall in an overrated class can continue to improve playing within the pocket, which was an issue in college for him. Are you going to have him be bailing all the time, not working within the structure and offense because you have tackles who can't pass protect. So fascinating. I hope we're not railing on them again based on what they did, but I, I, I have a bad feeling about this. Um, yeah. So there's going to be a lot of begging, I think, for me on draft night, where it's like, just take, come on, come on, come on. Donald Wright's there at 17, do it. And that's like going to be day two. It's like, Dewan Jones is there somehow, do it. <laughs> They're going to not do it. And it's going to be like, all right, yeah. So did you know we uh, took this guy? Uh, we're really high on him. Um, we took we took Mark Evans from Arkansas Pine Bluff in the fifth. We really we're really high on this player, and it's like. Okay, <laughs> I hope you are. Um, I, they they scare me. That's that's the thing. They they scare yeah. me a little bit. That's that's why I think they're fascinating. They scare me. Yeah, like I completely agree. Like I have a bunch of like Steelers fans I know, and they're like, I'm like, it's literally going to be corner, but it should be tackle. And they're like, oh yeah, we know, we know. I'm like, it might not be tackle at 33, 32. Yeah, we know. All right, well, at least you've prepared yourself, I guess. The, um, go ahead. I was going to go on to my next one. Unless you oh, say oh, oh yeah, I was going to say, like, the names I've heard, the names I've heard the most, Brian Brzee, Trent Simpson, Cam Smith, Keely Ringo, <laughs> Jervon Dexter, Keanu Benton. Yeah. Those are the names. Now they've yeah. met with the Ohio State offensive lineman. That's great news. Whipler Jones. Tremendous news. Great news. 
draft them both. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 32 and 49. That's excellent. Okay. But yeah, they're, we'll see. Oh, I guess. Yeah. This is my last one. Um, I'm between a few, few teams here, but I feel like, like this team is so like, they're good, but they're not over the top and they can't even like get into the playoffs. Like you don't know what position they need. They could use an offensive playmaker. They could probably use a quarterback. They're going into the season with Sam Howell as their quarterback one right now. And that's uh, Washington. Uh, Looking at the depth chart right now, like, when you look at it, it's like, I don't know what this team needs. Like, just being honest. Like, they like their safeties. I'm a big Ben St. Juice guy. They obviously love Candle Fuller. Maybe you take a linebacker, but that didn't work out last time you did that in the first round. You just signed Cody Barton. Your pass rushers are, you know, your top two are really good. Jason Montez Sweat, Ron Payne, and Jonathan Allen are still there. You just re-signed Jonathan Allen. You're probably not going to take a defensive tackle around one. At least I don't think. Which turns us over to the offensive side of the ball. Could you take an offensive lineman? Yeah, your guys are getting older. Um, so maybe that's probably the move they go, I would think. But if I am correct... Washington is currently the betting favorites to land Bijan. Which, yes, sure, yes, yeah. I guess that works out because you really need a guy to help out Sam Howell, and you know, he already had you know two stellar running backs in college with Javante Williams and Michael Carter, so maybe it'll work. Maybe um, you got Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson there already. Um, I know Yanami seems like a guy that would want to use Antonio Gibson quite a little bit. But obviously, if you get Bijan, then that kind of gets thrown out the window. You could use multiple at the same time. You got three good running backs then, like you were talking about with Detroit earlier. Could you take a tight end? Yes. Logan Thomas is kind of going downhill. So you never know. Um, But like Washington, you're kind of in that kind of purgatory mode still. You don't really know what you have in this team. You don't know what you have in Sam Howell. You only had one start out of him last year. I don't know necessarily know why they didn't start him for more games. Maybe they're just smoke screening us all and they're trading up to three. Who knows at this point? Um, but looking at their draft capital, they're kind of, you know, the typical team they've got. They don't have their own third rounder this year because of the Wentz trade, but they do have one as a comp- compensatory pick. Then they've got an extra sixth rounder. So in total, they've got eight picks. Should be able to work around a little bit there. I'm not sure what you're really going to want to do with a trade up. Um, maybe like a trade down. We've talked about them for a trade down team as well. Um, but like it just seems like it's gonna be offense to me, just because I feel like you need an offensive playmaker like like we talked about with Cincy, like running back or tight end. I feel like I feel like the enemy is gonna get a lot out of Curtis Samuel that you know the previous regime didn't. Um I'm still a big Deami Brown believer for whatever that entails. Um so I'm not sure if they go receiver, but if it's me, if it's like offensive line. Tight end or running back, because like their defense seems pretty good, and I don't think you want to start the linebacker on that early. Yeah, they're weird. It's like they have like a million B pl- B minus C plus players where you're like, ah, that's like fine to where you could BPA a-, a lot of your picks, but it's like at the same time you're like, all right, well, I mean, yeah, how good is the offensive line? Like, yeah. could we add somebody? I feel like I feel like a lot of people are very much on like. Washington grabbing Steve Avila in the second round. Like that feels like mm-hmm. extremely common right now. 
would love that for them. Uh, they're they're a team that's like they're very much like okay, well, we could you know tackle there. If one of them falls to us, like that makes sense. Like corner has been mocked there a ton. You mentioned tight end. Yeah, I, I think they're complete wild cards. I have no clue. I have no clue at all. Is there like somebody like? I guess I didn't have their salary cap, multi-year summary of salary cap up, but like it feels like they're just rolling quarterback until they can select the Maryland native yeah. next year, maybe yeah. if they're picking first. Um, I think they're good at receiver. Like you said, yeah. they got Brown and, and like Milne is like a decent five. Yeah. Like they're okay there. I know they like Bates. I know Cole Turner we talked a lot about last year. Yes, right? The one I was thinking of was defensive tackle, but like they extended pain. So like they don't need that. And they they, they drafted Mathis in the top 50. Oh, yeah. I don't know what to think. Like Chase Young. How do we feel right now? Like Van Ness, Nolan Smith? Like. You know, I feel like that could be a possibility just in case you don't feel like he's, you know, recovered from his injury, I guess. And, like, he hasn't been that good, and like, so to speak, from what you've expected from a second overall pick. Yeah. So, yeah. Do they take, like, a, an athletic freak on the edge? Like a Van Ness. Like, Montez Sweat's a free agent, too, after this year. Yeah. Murphy? <sighs> Yeah. Trade, trade back, select McDonald. Yeah, that could be a possibility. Like, they're just, yeah, I, they're weird. They're just weird. Yeah, I, I agree. Not like nothing would shock me at all. No. I don't think there's a single pick Washington could make where I'm like, oh my gosh, they've done that. Okay, unless they do like what Seattle used to do. Oh yeah, it's like we're picking uh, Mo Ibrahim in the first. Then it's like, yeah, but true. like, positionally speaking, branch. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Osiris Torrance. Sure. Yeah. Fine. Like, there's nothing where I, like you said, Bijan. Yep, they're the favorites. So like, not not shocking at all. Michael Mayer. Okay, good player. Took yeah. Him. Nothing at all. Maybe Hendon Hooker. Okay, I lied. Maybe Hendon Hooker would be surprising. Yeah. Maybe that would be maybe that's the kicker right there. I don't know. Yeah, I like I like that you added them. They're weird. Um, so I had three more as the alternates just in case. Uh I'm gonna pick these guys. Maybe we'll talk about this team to the this last team I have here to finish up, but I want to talk about the Chargers. Yeah, I had them as an alternate. Okay, great. Yeah, I want to talk about them. Um, so they have twenty one fifty four eighty five. They also have. Oh yeah, no, they're just straight down the line. Okay, cool. They're straight down the line with seven picks. I I just obviously they're gonna as every team does. It's like, what is the first round pick? Okay, now where do we go? Because the first round pick stuff is all over the map. Yeah. Like if you look at like mock draft database with like what's being mocked there, I'm going to start it's from all... here. I'm going to start from here. Cause I think it's all different all the way up from February. Here we go. 
Jalen Hyatt, Nolan Smith, Luke Musgrave, BJ Ojolari, Dalton Kincaid, Bijan Robinson. There's another Kincaid, another Flowers, Jordan Addison, Will McDonald. All over the place. All over the place, but also nobody included a corner for some reason. Yeah, I think they're sneakily the in on this. Yeah, that's, that's the other thing. I think they're sneakily in on corner. Um, if like Joey Porter Jr. were available at twenty one, I think he can play off as well as getting up yeah. in your face. I mean, the dream for them is like teams are scared of Witherspoon's size, and Witherspoon falls all the way to twenty one. Like that would be stupid. Yeah, uh, Cam Smith. I, I could see that. I think outside the top five, though, that's where like they're most of mock drafters yeah, are having them pivot, is why I'm sure of that. But like B. John Robinson, like Kellen Moore's running this offense. Eckler's disgruntled, fixed the problem uh, immediately. Like your offensive line's actually pretty good. It's so, like you should be able to run the ball, and B. John's like phenomenal. So pick him at 21, and I. No questions asked. Uh, no, no complaints. No qualms whatsoever. But yeah, if they if they went, you know, okay, we're taking Will McDonald, or like Miles Murphy falls there and they take him. I'm like, yeah, that, that's because Bosa, Mac, like health plus age plus, you know, productivity declines at some point. Yeah, Khalil Mack has has been doubled in Chicago enough, you know, where it's it's probably weighed on him for a while. Yeah. So, like, where are you at long term? There, I, I'm glad that they 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 brought back uh, Pipkins. So now I feel like offensive line feels like in a really good spot. Yeah. Uh, if they believe Sawyer is now literally just the swing tackle, then it's like, okay, I would like to land Avila in the second, please, or yeah. Cody Mock, perhaps. You know, if I wouldn't, I don't think if I'm them, I'm taking Torrance. And then there's the the speed of it all, right? The speed. We got to figure that out. Flowers, Hyatt, Mims, Scott. Yeah. Feels too early for Palmer. Palmer's got to be. Yeah. Palmer's day three. One of those four that I mentioned, though, you want the speed. Okay. Now there's, you know, do you want Quinn Johnston if he's there at 21? Now you have my attention, right? I think a lot of people are mad about the tight end thing, and I understand why. Um, I get it. But also, Musgrave running down the field, (laughs) catching passes from Herbert. Kellen Moore likes tight ends. Kellen Moore likes tight ends. He likes the position. What do they have in the building right now? Not very much. Everett for a year, McKitty for two more, Parham for a club option in 24. Stone Smart. I've never heard of that person. Um, yeah. They're probably taking one. Yeah. Um, I don't know where, and I know that freaks people out. So I but I and I get it. But yeah, I mean they they feel like very much a Thule, Tui Peloto team in the second round as well. I could see that, but yeah, I think the needs are defined. It's just what's the order going to be, and what and 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 fans are very particular about that. They are very particular about that when you mock them players. Yeah, you're like tight end better not be first for us. <laughs> but it's like okay, like who are you taking there then? 
What if Bijan's off the board? What if Washington took him? Where are we going? Like, if you don't like, like, New England goes Flowers, Washington goes Bijan. Now what? Now what are we doing? I just don't know if they want Addison. I, it doesn't feel like it they do. It doesn't feel like it now. So then it's like, all right, well, then, you know, Marvin Mims has to be our guy then. And, or, or Tyler Scott. And, like, yeah. you go from there. Like, they're, they're fascinating because of what's going to be on the board when they pick at 21. Yeah. And what they do. I, I don't know. They're like the team that like it's time, like put up or shut up, like get the corners in that you need to get the running back. If you want to get the tight end, get the deep threat. Let's go. And they need to. Yeah. Telesco's on thin ice. He hasn't drafted like particularly well per se. Not recently. Like no. moving up for Kenneth Murray, all time L. Yeah. Um, Isaiah Spiller in the fourth last year. Passed up a lot of options. JT Woods in the third. Yeah. Buddy. Yeah. Here, I am thrilled that they got Sawyer and Johnson. What looks like. Oh, yeah. That's great. That's super cool for them. Love that. Okay. Like, let's roll because like Palmer, McKitty, Rumpf, Hymas, like that's after Samuel and Slater, it's pretty barren. Yeah. Like at least they're hitting early, but like. Let's hit on a couple late guys. Yeah. Um. Really quick, we got a few minutes here, but uh, Seahawks. Yeah, obviously. It's just it's just quarterback or no quarterback. Are like are yeah. they smoke screening or not? That's what's going to be fascinating about them, and then where they go from there. Yeah. Pass rush. Julius Brents in that system or Keely Ringo in that system Ooh. is super fun. They need the center, as well. Yeah. Wide yeah. receiver three also. Are they going to get it in JSN or are they going to get like a Rasheed Rice? Okay. Right. Like what, what's the plan there? Do they get a little spicy? Take Darnell Washington at 20. That'd be sick. Yeah. That'd be sick. So they're fascinating as well. Um, yeah. I think that's it. Any Mason, any other, uh, any other teams quick before we sign off? If you had um, them in an alternate spot, I guess. Yeah. The only other one I had is like Baltimore, just in case like so the, Lamar, the Lamar situation just gets yeah. absolutely insane. Yeah. Like everything goes haywire. They're up to three, up to four. And they just get all this capital. Like what's going to happen? Like they need a corner. Like their offensive line can still use some help. Obviously they need receiver help still. So it's like, well, I, we've always been Baltimore fans here. And this could be the year where it's just like, okay, what's uh, what's going on? Like, are we taking a quarterback? Like, you don't know yeah. still. Like, is this Lamar trade going to happen after somehow? Are you just going to take a head and hooker and just shoot everything to the wolves? Just go that route? I have no idea. Like, Baltimore is really interesting right now. They they clearly like – like, I love DaCosta. I think the, the the scouting room is very good overall. Like they're doing a great job. Their blind spot is clearly receiver. They yeah. struggle with it. The evals have not been great. I think a lot of us like Tylen Wallace. It didn't work, folks. It has not worked. Bateman's been hurt. We gotta we gotta see a full season in year three. Yeah. Like we got to. Like I love Rashad Bateman. We gotta see it. And then of course, of course, what did DeCosta say this week? Yep. The wide receiver class is really good. No, it's not. There's some there's a disconnect in that position. Depending on who you ask. 
depending on who you ask. I guess, but like, if they they need they need impact. This is not yeah. a good class for like. I need impact immediately. Give me eight hundred thousand yards, eight hundred to a yeah. thousand in year one. That's not a good class for that. You need that. So I guess yeah. that's maybe that's that's framed better. But that's fine. but like, yeah. they're gonna get a good player at twenty two. It's just a question yeah. of like, you know, is it gonna help them? You know, get back to where they need to be. So, well, hope you guys enjoyed this one. Uh, we'll be back with oppositional previews. We'll have a final mock, of course. But uh, drafts getting close. Mason, where can they follow you, real quick, before we get out of here? You can follow me on Twitter at Thompson Twenty Two Mason. You can follow me at Jaganville Draft. Uh, we will catch you guys on Monday. We'll see positional preview to be determined. But yeah, we'll have we'll have quite a few shows coming out before the draft. See you guys very very soon.